0: Welcome to Lift Yourself Podcast, I'm your host Laura and I created this podcast to help you feel inspired and uplifted so you can unleash your potential self to the world. In this podcast I talk about divine feminine energy, female empowerment, personal development and much more. You can expect a mixture of guest interviews and solo episodes from me alongside some of my guided meditations. I'm so happy that you're joining me today, so let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the podcast or welcome to the podcast if you are brand new. I'm your host Laura and I'm so happy that you're joining me today. I was thinking about what I wanted to sit down and record to talk to you about this week and something that was super strong for me and felt really aligned is to open up and share about my story with Healing From Heartbreak. It is something that I've not openly spoke about before on the podcast especially on my own although I know a lot of people who have been around for a good while especially over the past year and a half will know that I did go through a breakup last summer and connecting with some of you and just seeing certain things online in general I've noticed that a lot of people have been going through breakups this year And I get how difficult they are and it's something that the majority of us face at some point in our life. Like a grief or a loss of something. We can't really escape it and whenever it happens it's never nice. Even if it is for the greater good, they can be really difficult in the moment. So what I wanted to do today is share with you what I did during that time. Talk about my journey over the past 12 months and give you some tips and advice if you would like to consider them, maybe implement them. I could share something that maybe you've not thought about before. And this is, you know, done with the purpose of being able to help you see that you are already whole and complete, you are already enough, you are worthy whether you are single or in a relationship, and that everything is actually happening exactly as it should, even if it's very difficult at the time. Just before we get into the full details of today's episode, I quickly wanted to remind you about my online event that is taking place on the 1st of September at 6.30pm UK time and it is called Seduce Your Subconscious Sister Soiree." I just cannot wait for this. It is going to be so powerful and amazing, full of value. I've planned a lot of different things for us to cover in the full 90 minutes. We are going to be going into the foundations of the subconscious mind and it is my intention to be able to deliver it to you in a way that really allows you to uncover your own patterns and it makes sense for you because the subconscious is showing up differently for us all because we've all got our own different experiences and i'm a huge advocate for us being our own internal guides we have that wisdom within us so i am here to give you the tools give you the knowledge give you the advice for you to be able to notice your own pattern, to then be able to implement what you learn in the sister swarai following from that so you can build and this work can help you in all areas of your life not just your personal life not just with self-love i'm talking about career i'm talking about money mindset finances relationships this has a knock-on effect please do not underestimate the power of understanding the subconscious mind how it shows up for you what any blocks and limiting beliefs are carrying And how you can begin to reprogram that. In Sister Soiree, we are also going to be talking a lot about Divine Feminine, of course, and that is why I called it seduce because the seduce side is like the divine feminine, it's about the playfulness, it's about you know the sexy side and making self development sexy. And I really wanted to bring that in because it doesn't have to be serious, it can be this playful pleasurable energy and I'm going to teach you that how you can really tap into your divine feminine and soften a little bit more in certain areas of your life. We're going to be doing a group guided activation meditation and I'm also going to be taking you through some EFT tapping on the meridian responses for self belief is pretty jam-packed to be honest with you because in addition to that I'm also going to be doing some Q&A coaching for the women who join me live. What I would say is if you are going to come along please do your best to get on the Zoom call at the time of recording because it's so much better for me to be able to connect with you live, share your energy. However if you can't make it live it is going to be recorded and you will receive access to the recording so you can catch up in your own time. Also as well, if you are joining me live and you want to re-watch it back, maybe do the meditations again or some of the EFT practices or the journal and prompts that I share, you've got it there so you can use it whenever you want to use it. I just can't wait. It is honestly the best thing that I have come up with. Now, the investment for Sister Soiree is just £22.22. I have got a link in the description of the podcast so you can get on the guest list and sign up. If you do have any questions about it, then just drop me a DM on Instagram. If you're not already following me on Instagram, I'll also leave a link to my Instagram in the in the description of this podcast. I just am so excited to be... Hosting this, so grateful for the women who are already joining. Trust me when I say there are some amazing women that are going to be a part of the live recording of this. And if you are on a self development journey, if you want to connect with other women who have a similar mindset to you, who have similar visions to you, who are working on themselves, who are positive, who are spiritual, then this is a great container for you to get involved in because you will be able to meet these other women and connect with them too. So, Yeah, trust your intuition. If it's something that you would like to to be a part of, you are more than welcome to join me. So taking it back to the starting point, obviously, I am not going to be going into any details of the relationship itself that I was in. I wouldn't want to do that, and I also want to say I completely have no bitterness or bad feelings towards the person I was in a relationship with I only wish them the best and want the best for them and I've completely been able to accept that our relationship together wasn't the best and it had to end at the time that it did even though it was very very hard sad and difficult I would never sit here and slag anyone off and I would never want to be coming across as disrespectful and one of the biggest reasons why it took me so long to openly talk about it is I had to process it in my own mind and there was definitely a stage where I think I might have overshared a little bit at the end of the breakup you know the first at that time and then once I realized it, I was like, no, this doesn't feel good. I'm just going to give myself the space to heal, to realign myself and actually accept the situation for what it is. And then when I feel strong enough and I feel I'm in a good place to be able to share advice, then I'm happy to talk about it. And now feels like it's the right time when you're going through something in the midst of it and it's affected you a lot emotionally, it can really cloud your judgment. And sometimes it does more harm than good to open up and start talking about all these things. Now, I know the majority of you who listen are my type of girls, you know, you've been following me for a little while, or you you genuinely are on the same wavelength as me. However, I don't know who's going to listen to this podcast episode as well. So I'm always careful with things like that so I'm not naive at the end of the day so let's take it back to last July so July 2021 when the relationship ended and I became single at that time in my life I was in a real low place like it was the lowest that I have ever been in my whole entire life I had never had any issues with my mental health. I'd never felt depressed or experienced any levels of anxiety. I've always been quite stable. And whilst I've dealt with challenges in the past, like a lot of people, it's never been something to the detriment of my mental health. And when that relationship ended, understandably, like many, many people... I was really sad, I was really low, I felt lost and unclear, unsure and I didn't really know what to do even though it wasn't necessarily a shock because there was definitely signs that it was going to come, it wasn't what I wanted at the time so it was hard and then I feel a big thing for me was taken on this responsibility that it was my fault like I genuinely believed the reason for the relationship ending was my fault even though I didn't do anything wrong you know it wasn't like I done anything that was out of order so to speak it was just I felt like the relationship failed because of me and I wasn't able to be enough for that person, for them to, you know, stay with me and for that relationship to flourish and that relationship to grow. And I definitely got into a place where I had all these visions and dreams of how the relationship could look and what we could do together, what we could create. And once that had gone, it was very, very hard for me to accept that that had gone you know because I was grieving like a person but also a vision and a dream and it was like it's been taken from me and I used to think at the time I wanted this person to help me build what I want to build or what I am building and having them in my life would increase my ability to be able to create success in my world like of course when you're with a partner you want to support each other and you have your own skills and qualities don't you and when that had gone I had a lot of fear that maybe not only like the vision of us together had gone but like whether I could actually create what I want to create on my own so yeah my vibration wasn't in the best place put it that way and... because I'm very much a person who is, I would say I'm quite independent, emotionally intelligent and self-aware and also very like disciplined and committed. I did do my best at the time to carry on as normal to a certain extent so I was still creating content for the podcast. I was still a little bit unclear about my vision for the business and wasn't really sure at all, especially in July and I can't I can't exactly recall what I was focusing on all I do remember is having low energy in the mornings when I'd wake up like I didn't want to get out of bed and I'd struggled to get myself into the gym so I've always liked to have a level of routine in the gym like the gym is a huge part of my life you know keeping fit and keeping healthy and I just really found it difficult to be able to do that. However, I didn't want to get myself into a position where I was feeling, you know, how can I put it, too sorry for myself, or like a victim. So I had all this, all this stuff going around in my mind, and just like I say, I felt quite drained, and blame myself. I had a lot of blame, and I realised that, a big part of that was because i was like i don't know whether it was consciously or subconsciously or maybe a mixture of both was like taking responsibility for another person's actions and behaviors and hoping that i could change and i know that that sounds really cliche sorry change them or help them change for the better and um, i know a lot of women do do that especially if you're you know quite sensitive like me, an empath, you're spiritual. We do, we do seem to go into that mindset for some reason and I definitely paid the emotional price for that and had to relook at how I was feeling in myself and how I was taking care of myself. I'd had a lot of health difficulties as well Not only with, like, the low feeling, but my body, I had found it difficult to eat. Like, I was, I'd lost my appetite. I'd lost my period. I was just really, like, not myself. Not my best self. I didn't know at the time why that was. Well, I do now. But at the time, because it was just part of my life, it was just part of the day-to-day Things that I'd been exposed to, I didn't realize that it. it was my body's way of saying this is this isn't good for us like th- this needs to stop like we need to slow down like we need to reassess like we can't be in this in this emotion in this feeling. so July was a difficult month and obviously I missed that person too even though the relationship wasn't good for either of us. I missed them. I want you know a part of me wanted to just see him and I'm not ashamed or embarrassed to say that to you because I think so many women go through that especially after an initial breakup and if it's so quick as well it's like you just want to see them and it was so difficult because we just weren't on the same wavelength in that at that time but well, we weren't on the same wavelength for a lot of the relationship near the end and I just had to deal with that now I gave myself some space to really grieve emotionally. And I started to open up to my best friend, to my mum, you know, other members of my family. And they were really supportive. And I did a lot of crying, releasing. And it was, you know, it's never, I mean, you do always feel better, don't you, once you've had to cry. However, at the time, it was still not, it just wasn't great. Like, I was definitely not in a completely amazing headspace however in saying that I was determined to get myself out of this situation and I knew that the only way I could get out of this situation was to do what I needed at the time and that was to give myself the opportunity to heal, release, let go and also get some advice and some help away from my family. So at that point, when I realised, like, the relationship is over, I've got to focus on getting me back to me and the vision that I've got with what I want to build. And it's it's such a huge part of my life to, to do that because I love doing this work and I also feel like in order for us to be able to help anyone, we have to help ourselves. So I decided to do a lot of healing work and august was a difficult month for me i was still in a little bit of a fog and a haze the best way i describe it to people is like i just felt like i would just stepped off a roller coaster ride and i was really like dizzy and i needed to try and find my feet and get grounded again i was led i'm i mean i'm huge with spirituality And I even was then, I'm more so now, but then I was, like, trusting my intuition, asking for signs from the universe. And because I'd felt like I'd lost, as I say, the relationship, but also this vision and this dream of what could have been, and I was lacking a little bit of inspiration and direction, I started to ask for signs and guidance, and... I just said can you just help me like can you? I just literally ask the universe I-, I need your help I need a sign can you just show me what my next step is show me what I what I need to do to be able to build myself back up and you know become stronger and I'll never forget it was some point in August I woke up one morning and it was the day the morning after I'd asked for this sign And my mirror at the time was, like, opposite my bed. It wasn't completely opposite. It was kind of, like, more to the right. I've since moved it. And I noticed that a spider was crawling up the back of the mirror on the wall, like, to the top of the ceiling. Now, I knew through doing, you know, podcasts around womb healing and divine feminine that the spider is a sign of the dark goddess. And when the dark goddess wants you to go on a womb healing journey she'll send you spiders and just a little side note since I'd recorded that first ever episode about womb healing I think it was back in February with a guest I'd started to see a lot of spiders and I'd even when it wasn't spider season at the time and I was a bit like what's this but I didn't actually like take notice of it but even spiders coming on the telly spiders on films that we were watching spiders in in, in his house when i was there and then spiders in my house when i was here so it was weird and it wasn't until that as i say the morning after and i seen that and something like dropped in my mind and i was like and i think it's time for me to deepen my relationship with my intuition and my divine feminine energy because i was so disconnected from it and almost forgot my magic and my power my creativity had obviously gone and as I say I'd lost my period had like stopped too which brought me a lot of fear because I hadn't had any issues with that since like my heyday with fitness when I was really obsessive and used to under eat and over exercise and I went really really lean that was that was a problem at that time in my life and then I hadn't had that so when it started to happen again I think it was like a combination of stress and also you know losing my appetite and not wanting to eat as much because that's something that happens to me when I get stressed I don't want to eat I know like some people go the opposite don't they so anyway I went on a womb healing journey I did a womb healing course and this was in September and I started to get myself realigned. As I say, I did I did some healing work. So I went to Reiki. I went to see a psychic. And I started to do this course. And then in the September, I went to, it was like a womb healing circle where I received something which is called the 13th rite of the womb. And it's a energetic transmission that's passed down from, well, it can be passed down from women to women. It originates from the women of Peru who freed themselves from suffering and trauma and it's all about being able to get back into alignment with your body, un- you know, heal anything that is preventing you from stepping into your potential, your creativity. The womb area is our portal of life and creation and quite often women are disconnected from that because we're taught that we need to live up in the head. So I did that, and interestingly enough, when I was doing the course, and one of the evenings was like a guided activation meditation to go into the womb space, the day after I done that, this is actually no lie, this is the truth, my period came. Now I know some people can be a bit sceptical and be like that's just a coincidence but how can that be a coincidence? There's just no way. So I knew that I was on the right path like I was back to healing myself and I was taking the guided steps to feeling better in myself and from that course and then going to like the womb healing circle, I received 13th rite of the womb which means that I can facilitate those types of circles for other women who have got um, a disconnect from the womb area and the divine feminine. So I was so grateful that I did that because interestingly enough, you know, like the way they say everything happens for a reason and you're led to where you need to go. I started to then get connected with different people who began to play a big part in my life over the past year. I met a woman at the circle who became my business and spiritual mentor for a number of months. And then I met a couple of other women who I've since stayed in touch with and have listened to my podcast or we follow each other on Instagram. Because when you go to those types of places, you do meet women who are on a similar journey. You might not have like an exact same background, but you have similar interests. So it was really good for me to be able to do that and mix with other people. And I'm glad that I made that investment. And that just shows like the power of making a different decision energetically and stepping into your self-worth. The other thing that I did do was go to therapy. As well, I did go to therapy for a number of months to talk about a number of different things and I'm really glad that I made the decision to do that as well. Now I'd never been to therapy before because as I say I'd never really felt the need to. It was something that I just didn't, it never crossed my path because there was no, I didn't think it was something I I wanted to do or needed to do. So that happened as well. And it got to the point where the therapist was basically like, I don't think you need to come anymore. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I think you're right. And I knew that that was like the growth because of all the work that I was doing on myself at the time. And then the work that I was doing with them and the healing work as well, like going to Reiki, I was doing my meditations, journaling practices, and also obviously speaking to my loved ones and opening up and releasing emotions. So the first two tips I guess to summarize that is if you are going through a breakup to consider looking into connecting more to your divine feminine coming back inwards on in yourself and bringing that healing back to your body and giving your body whatever it is that it needs like if you've been under stress or pressure and having patience for your body and the divine feminine is your inner power it's your magic, and sometimes, yeah, we do have to slow down in order to receive the wisdom, and that can be uncomfortable, especially when you go through a breakup. Because I know a lot of people, and myself includes, even in the past, you know, have automatically thought that I need to be going out all the time. I need to book holidays. I need to go away. I need to run away. I need to numb myself. I need to drink and there's no judgment there you know people go through their own journeys and experiences I just realized at this point in my life because obviously I was into spirituality I'd been doing this for quite a while now and I had that self-awareness that that just wouldn't do me any good I didn't want to numb I didn't want to run away I was ready to face it and I wanted to do that I wanted to release it so I already had this desire to connect to the divine feminine and I think that just was like the final thing that really forced me to step into it and the healing aspect was also like feeling my emotions and releasing my emotions and it's honestly the biggest tip that I would give to people is to just cry as much as you need to cry you know release whatever it is that you need to release and let go and let it be because the last thing that you want to do is be holding on to things that's just going to sit in your body and I'm a massive believer that our body can hold on to trauma and pain and emotion if it's not if it's if it's suppressed and that can then manifest into health problems in lots of different ways so that's not to scare you that's just to get you to consider the importance of actually feeling into the emotions and not avoiding it because it's even though it's difficult at the time it'll be worth it in the long run and then following that I was still focusing on the podcast, I'd got some interviews lined up which were really exciting and I'd started to do them from September, well I was always always doing interviews but I had like more and more lined up, more ideas coming and then I started my hypnosis course which was the end of September I think, yeah it was about then, about the end of September and I'd always had an interest in the subconscious mind, hypnosis And I actually had never been hypnotized before. I'd done obviously a lot of meditation. And when I was reading up on hypnosis and the type of work that I do now, but the type of work I was really interested in was helping women to reprogram their subconscious mind so they can feel more empowered, really step into the version of them who is worthy, who is living the life that she wants to live. So I ended up enrolling into that course and it was so random how I found it and honestly if I'd never went through that breakup I wouldn't have gone on that womb healing journey and I wouldn't have enrolled into the hypnosis course I knew that for a fact it just wouldn't have been something that I wouldn't have had the bigger like desire and the bigger pull to go and do it so I did that and obviously at that point I had quite a lot going on I'd also created a program which was called unstoppable And I launched Unstoppable and I put so much of my heart and soul into that program. There was just a lot of information in there. I look back and I was like wow I think I made a bigger job than it needed to be. There was probably about three mini programs in one like created together and that was like a powerful way for me to channel my energy and give back and build something for myself. So it wasn't necessarily like I was distracting myself, I was just using my time more productively and what I found as I was doing this divine feminine work and womb healing, I did start to get a lot more creative and I knew like the best way for me to get back to me, like my energy was already starting to come back at that point to be honest, like the low place didn't last all that long. Once I got through a lot of it and I'd done a lot of like core cutting meditations, I did you know, writing things down and then burning them, you know, all of that was really able for me to energetically let go. And then interestingly enough, the hypnosis helped me with my healing journey because I wasn't actually expecting it to. The hypnosis course was very practical. Like I learned a lot about like the history of hypnosis, like how it began, you know, all of the stuff that you do need to know when you're on a course for something. However, we were doing a lot of practicing on each other, supporting each other, and the best way that you learn is by doing. We were working on something that we wanted to work on as part of the course, and mine was the breakup. You know, healing from the breakup, I wanted to get back to me completely and create what I wanna create, I suppose. So that was my thing that I worked on throughout the course. And I didn't expect it to help me as much as it did in my mindset to be able to find acceptance and find forgiveness and release attachment and let go. And it shifted my energy loads, and I will be forever grateful, you know, for myself for actually going out and investing in the course and then showing up and doing it but also the people that I met at the time, like, I do believe nothing's random and everything, like, happens exactly as it should. And that was, that. I guess this leads on to my next tip is focusing your energy onto positive things, like, things that are going to help you fill your cup back up, like, help you feel good about you. The healing aspect doesn't always have to be hard and difficult. It can be through kindness and compassion and love and patience for yourself and knowing that you're not always going to feel amazing especially at the beginning of a breakup you know it's going to take as long as it's going to take there's no time frame to be able to say you'll get over this person in x amount of time and another thing that i would say is be mindful of who you take advice from when it comes to dealing with it because you know yourself best you know the type of relationship that you were in at the time best and certain people might say things to you to encourage you to start dating again or you know all of these sayings that are out there that's just not always the most helpful I personally don't think and maybe that's just because I'm a little bit older now so I'm a bit more mature and I've got more life experience but I just knew like there was a certain time when I was listening to other people a little bit more and maybe people that I shouldn't have listened to and I'm, I'm actually no longer, they're no longer part of my life anymore now and my boundaries just weren't fully there and I was being encouraged and just by things that just didn't seem right for me and I wasn't listening to myself. That was a lot more earlier on, I should say, in the breakup as opposed to like after I started to do the hypnosis course and the healing work and I was being really consistent with that. But it's just a little side note that it's gonna take you however long it's gonna take you and be patient with yourself. No, definitely do not force your healing or expect that you should be over something by now or why is it not happening? Why you or getting frustrated that you might miss the person that you were with. It's absolutely perfectly normal. And even if the relationship wasn't healthy or good for you both in any way it's still normal to to feel like that so yeah never ever feel bad for being patient with yourself whilst you're going through this period. Now putting my energy into positive things for me was a huge aspect because I really wanted to get clear again on my vision and I started to get a lot more clearer quite quickly to be honest and I do actually owe oh, that too. the fact that I'd done a lot of work already but also because I did the womb work and I connected to the divine feminine I slowed down a lot more and then obviously I started to work with a coach as I mentioned and went on this journey about learning about chakras and alignment and speaking my truth and feeling safe to be seen you know working through limiting beliefs or anything that has kept me small and kept me limited and I was ready to step into this next level version and I was like yeah I'm gonna do this like I don't want to stay in the same place that I'm in I'm determined to work through this and getting clear on what I want and then doing the work that I Knew I had to do in order to increase my self worth and strengthen my boundaries was absolutely necessary. And that coach that I was working with at the time, she mirrored back a lot to me around like strengthening boundaries. And I learned from her how it is important to value who you are as a person and what you give to other people. And protecting your energy and you can still like give and be helpful but you don't need to overly give like other people have responsibility for their own life just like I have responsibility for my own life so yeah I started to continue to be really consistent doing all of that work and also at that point I was doing a lot of work on business I was learning about Being an online coach, you know, having my own business, I qualified as a hypnotherapist. I did the advanced hypnosis course too. And I was doing a lot of divine feminine and spiritual work and applying that to business, which was helping me to heal and to grow more in my faith and in my trust. The podcast was growing and growing, and my creativity was coming back, and I was coming up with different ideas as to how. I can serve women, you know, the offerings that I wanted to put out there, the content that I wanted to create and lots of opportunities started to come my way off the back of that and it was really, really exciting and it's still like a a super exciting time for me now. Another thing that I felt was huge for me was maintaining a healthy lifestyle and making sure that I was doing the things that made me feel good. So meditating, journaling, Gratitude, nature walks, being with friends, like going for coffee with friends and just going for a walk with them and talking about things with them, working out, you know, going to the sauna, going for a swim, sitting in the jacuzzi, like making time for me to fill up my own cup and listening to how I felt and just accepting that I'm single. I wanted to be single at that point I didn't want to meet another person I knew I just wasn't ready I wasn't ready to step into that because there was so much I still felt like I needed to come to terms with and accept and release and let go and I was okay with that you know sometimes it's like this stigma that women shouldn't be single or it's bad to be single well it's actually not being single is a very powerful thing and it's a good thing a lot of benefits can come from being single because in that time you can work on yourself you can build something for yourself you can heal you can learn something new like I went and did a whole course on hypnosis and I became an advanced hypnotherapist in that year and not only that I work with a coach and I started to build a business and that's that energy that I put into that for me is so much better than it would have been if I just focused it on looking for another partner and dating because I think if I was to have started to date someone and met someone at that stage it wouldn't have gone well anyway because I feel if we don't heal something from our past we'll end up carrying that wound in some way and I didn't want to do that I wasn't prepared to put myself in that situation and I didn't think it would be fair to another person for me to get into a relationship when I wasn't fully, didn't feel fully ready subconsciously and consciously and also here's another thing as well, I do believe we attract what we are in some shape and the last thing I wanted to do was attract a, a man into my life who was still thinking about his ex you know or still caught up and and not healed from his past because technically that means like he's emotionally unavailable but I was emotionally unavailable at that stage in my healing journey and that's okay it doesn't mean that I was a bad person I was just self-aware enough to know yeah it's not the right time for me at the moment and that's okay I'm just gonna honor that and focus on keeping fit and healthy doing what I love learning and growing and being comfortable in speaking my truth so that's what I did consistently and obviously this leads us up to more now in the present moment where I do feel do have full acceptance of the situation there's obviously certain things that I wish could have gone differently however there's no point in me dwelling on there because it's gone now and I'm so proud of myself for what I have done over the past year. Most importantly I'm so proud of myself for the woman that I am because a lot of the things were difficult and I didn't let it hold me back and initially as I say when the when the breakup happened I was worried that without that person that I was going to struggle to be able to build something and create something of my own when in fact over the past year I made more progress in business than I had ever done throughout that relationship so it goes to show that there is power within us and there's a reason for things not always happening and here's another thing as well that I tell myself and this might help you too if someone is meant for you is meant to be in your life what is meant for you will not pass you by, so I was able to think about the fact, well, if this person's gone out of my life, it's because we aren't aligned for each other energetically, and if they're meant for me in some way, then we will come back together, but I can't, like, hold on for that hope, because I, this, it's just, like, not fair to put yourself in that situation, it's also not fair to hold on and resist and really want something to happen in the way that you want it to happen because when we do that we block ourselves energetically from the experiences and opportunities the universe wants to bring to us and i think as well you know with with that when when you're on this path and you're working on yourself what begins to happen is you do change as a person like you grow as a person and when you grow as a person and when you learn more and when you want to transform certain parts of your life doing the spiritual work and self-development work you do raise your internal self-worth like your energy starts to change and if the person that you're not in a relationship with doesn't match that with you I'm not saying they have to be on a spiritual path if they're not working on themselves and they're not you know self-aware or emotionally dealing with things in a in a positive way there's a it's gonna like repel you both because you're not on the same frequency like you're not singing from the same sheet so to speak because you're looking at things in a different light so that is immediately gonna break any energetic attachments and pull between you both because I realized for me I was doing all of the things like I was obviously had my dreams and my goals and my visions and then I was actually implementing the work whereas the person that I was with wasn't and I think what happened is my energy did start to raise and and it was like I was ready to grow and and get to that next level but it just wasn't happening because of what was going on and then that's why it, it ended in the way that it did to help me to be able to release let go and then grow and do the things that I have done And when I look at it like that, I'm kind of like, okay, well, it happened in this way and logically it makes sense. And even sometimes, like, it might not make sense logically depending on your circumstances. We just sometimes have to trust in, we just have to trust in the unknown. And that's how, you know, my, my faith in a greater power in God, the universe pulls me through those difficult times because I know that I'm always guided and supported like I genuinely have like a belief that everything is working out for me in my favor and if it's if it's not this thing that I thought I wanted that comes into my life it's something better and then I'm open for that better to come and for me it's about taking accountability and responsibility for my internal alignment, my healing my education, my growth and stepping into that next level in a way that is empowering and in a way that feels good for me. Choosing faith over fear and even when those fear-based thoughts come up because, you know, I'm only human at the end of the day and we all go through it. Not making it mean anything too much, you know, we can't take accountability for other people's behaviour, other people's beliefs or perception of us you know everyone's going to look at us in in different ways and you're always going to be the villain in someone's story and then you're going to be the hero in another person's story it's just people's point of view and we can't spend our life trying to convince or prove anything to anyone otherwise we just end up losing ourselves even more so always choose like love, compassion, forgiveness and here's the thing with forgiveness, when you forgive, when you let go, you actually are forgiving yourself, you're letting go for you and that's where the expansion comes because the energy begins to be created, you know, there's, there's space there for new to come in, new ideas, I don't even just mean like new people, like new ideas, new experiences, new opportunities And that's obviously led me up until now where I have worked with some amazing women this year already in coaching and also in hypnosis. I have held self-belief boot camp which was my free event that I did I think it was in June now and I'm also currently working with an amazing coach called Rosie and I'm in a container of hers with another well it's a group of women and that's been really good for me to be around other women who are working on their own business, you know, their future. They're not doing the same thing as me which is actually quite a good thing. They're more into like web design, you know, building websites and other aspects. One's actually a podcast manager, how interesting is that? Side note. And yeah, it's been, it's been good because I feel like surrounding yourself with people who are on a similar journey or on a similar path who are supportive who have your back who you trust who are you know understanding and good energy and you can speak about your plans and your visions but in an empowered way like you don't have to share like the ins and outs but it's just a better place to be in than around people who are just negative all the time or talking about other people all the time you actually being able to step into that next level version of you by investing in yourself and taking those steps energetically you will be rewarded and you might say oh i always hear people saying that but it's it's so true I mean it's happened for me because I have been able to heal and grow and then just help other women in the process like this is the other thing as well which I'm going to kind of say to summarize you don't need to be like fully healed before you do decide to move on like i think there's a misconception that we need to like heal 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 I, I know this was another thing which i actually missed off at the time when it first happened the breakup i went into this mindset and mentality that i needed to fix myself because i was blaming myself so much i thought it was all my fault so i was like i need to fix myself i need this i need that i need the other and even my best friend at the time was like laura you don't need fixing there's nothing wrong with you And just to take that step back and I was like oh wow yeah but I genuinely was so much up in my own head I thought I did and I think a lot of women naturally gravitate towards that for some reason like we just automatically assume things are our fault but you're never going to be fully healed because life is always going to happen there's always going to be situations that come out the blue and set you back or hold you back and make you question like oh you know is it the right time? And I think the only way we can really know if it is, is obviously trusting our intuition, but seeing if the work has is, is worked when we're putting ourselves out there and we're doing things that are part of our day-to-day life that is separate from doing the meditation in the journaling or being in the meditation, because that's actually much more easier to do than getting into the real world and being faced with challenging situations and then looking at how you choose differently or how you respond differently or if you spot your if you spot any red flags and then what you do as a result of seeing those red flags that's when you know the work is paying off like the work isn't in drinking the smoothies and doing the yoga the work is when you meet someone on a date and you notice red flags are you going to listen to your intuition and spot those red flags or are you going to doubt yourself are you going to ignore them so that's just an example of seeing the growth and how far you've come and just trusting that as long as you are open to receiving advice and guidance from spirit you will receive it and you don't have to make necessarily you don't necessarily need to make decisions on your own. People will come into your life to help you on this path and giving yourself the opportunity and the space to make decisions that are the right thing for you. If you are going through a heartbreak, I just wanted to say to conclude, I feel for you. I'm sending you so much love. I want you to know that you will get through this. You will be so much stronger and you don't need to be fixed it's not all of your fault remember that it takes two people to make a relationship work it requires communication on both parts so please don't think that it is all down to you and whatever is meant for you will not pass you by and you can let go with grace and just trust that as long as you protect your energy look after you fill up your own cup and go after your goals your dreams your vision invest in yourself you are only going to grow from this experience and in a year's time, in two years time, you will look back and you will see why you needed to go through that because you are here to go on your own journey and your own path and sometimes, you know, one of the best analogies that my hypnosis teacher said to me at the time was like she sees life as like a bus and you've got your bus and sometimes people get on the bus at certain stops and they might stay on the bus with you for a bit of time like there's certain people who will be on your bus for long term and then other people will come and go and she was saying like that can be like relationships or friendships where they get off your bus and but your journey still goes on like your life still goes on and it's their time to leave your life and you just don't know when someone else is going to get on your bus or who is going to get on your bus and be a big part of your life and that's the joy and the exciting part of life isn't it that expect the unexpected and things can happen instantly when you are open to receive and the divine feminine is a big part of actually receiving you manifesting what you want and the key to manifesting is to do the The limit and belief work and the healing work and changing energetically and that's when things can happen very very quickly. Like we just don't know what is around the corner. So yeah, I hope that you have a lovely rest of your day wherever you're listening to me. If you do have any questions about the Sister Soiree, then drop me a message over on Instagram. I look forward to seeing you there and I can't wait to share all of the amazing value wisdom, the activation we're going to go through. It's going to be very, very empowering. And if you are going through a heartbreak, this is like perfect for you because we are going to be linking it to the divine feminine energy, as I say. So yeah, that was quite a long episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. I look forward to catching up with you very, very soon. Thank you so much for listening to Lift Yourself Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe. And if you would like to see more content from me, follow me on Instagram at underscore lauralifts underscore. If you're feeling generous, give this podcast a review on the Apple Podcast app as it will help this podcast get in front of more people who need to hear this content. Thank you so much for listening. I am so, so grateful to have you with me. And I'm really looking forward to speaking to you next time.